Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to this, the bonus episode of today's FYI, where we have got a very special guest. It's none other than my mom, and we can say mother, but you know what? Mom or mommy is more endearing, right? It's like saying they're my grandparents or my grandma and grandpa. It's a more affectionate term, wouldn't you say, Mom? Yeah, Mom, Mom, or Mommy and Dad. Yeah. Yeah, Mommy and Daddy, mm-hmm. Mother and Father. The same way we have the formal word for my husband or my wife, we could say my spouse. Mm-hmm. Another formal word for brother or sister, if we don't want to mention. Uh, you know, what sex they are. Do you have any siblings? Siblings, right. So these are more words that you would find, though, in a, in a legal context. If you're filling out a document, it'll say spouse, siblings. Uh, but they're good words to know because we're talking about the family. And you know what? There's a common mistake, Mom, that a lot of my students make, and they say family, like it's three syllables. Oh, no. Say it for us. Family. Two syllables. Family. Mm-hmm. Family. We put that extra I in there just to throw you off. Solo para desconcertar. English is is like that. (laughs) (laughs) I told my students, I go, English is full of exceptions. And just when you think you got something under control, guess again. Well, Mom, before we uh, move on, I'd like to commend you on the the job you did. I mean, I knew you were going to do a great job, but... You knocked it out of the park. You really did a fantastic job. So uh, keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Wow. And you know what? Uh, it's true, though. But you, you're you no stranger to, you know, giving speeches or saying the prayer at the family. Mm-hmm. What's your advice to somebody who might suffer from stage fright and speaking in front of people, which is a very common phobia? Well, you want to prepare ahead of time, if it's possible, mm-hmm. what you're going to say. Um, If you have to give a speech or uh, something to practice in front of close family and friends, get feedback from them, do it a number of times until you get it right, and then do it live. And do it live. Mm -hmm. And so summing up, preparation, preparation, preparation. Yes, of course. Be prepared Mm -hmm. and maybe, maybe, there's no guarantee, but you might be a little less nervous when it comes time to speak in front of a group. Yes, you've prepared yourself. Absolutely. And speaking of prepared, I think this is a good segue, a good transition into something that you've prepared for us. Because I know you are somebody who has taught me to take an active, excuse me, an active interest in my family, in my roots, Mm -hmm. in where I come from. And I know you've been to Ellis Island a few times, so why don't you tell us a little bit about the gateway to America, Ellis Island, and a little bit about your experiences there, and then some some fun facts about this place that our ancestors came through. Well, Ellis Island, and thank thank you, Google, (laughs) was the immigration... Sponsored by Google. (laughs) Uh, was the immigration center um, in uh, New York Harbor from 1892 to 1924. And 12 million immigrants from various countries were processed through this location. Today in America, 40,000 of Americans can trace their ancestry from this special spot. And... um, I looked it up. I had seen it before, but I looked the information up about my four grandparents, which would be Alberto's Mm great-grandparents, and they came from Italy either in 1920 or 21. Okay. And if you look at the website, you can see um, the name of the ship they went on, the 
a photograph of the ship manifest. It's quite interesting. And you found this information at Ellis Island? Well, um, I found some of it, but you can find it with any phone or computer As long as you're connected to it. But initially, uh, Ellis Island, this immigration station... Um, also has become a museum. Well, I, I imagine you're getting Well, to that. yeah, that's yeah. what I said. I, I wasn't sure what year it opened, and I don't remember the year I went, but Alberto was with me that day. Mm-hmm. It opened as a museum after a lying in disrepair for many years, mm-hmm. uh, back in 1990. I do remember it being in shambles uh, when I was a kid. It was kind of like this, you know, treasure that was kind of Just sitting there, right. Sitting there, Then they yeah. spent, you know, a great deal of money Sure. Getting it um, uh, yeah, restoring restored. It. Sure, this and, is a piece of history. You and want then to many it. people go there, especially if they're in the New York City vicinity mm-hmm. and want to spend a day. They usually combine the visit of Ellis Island with the Statue of Liberty, which is right next to it. You can take the ferry. They do a combined Combined thing ferry. And, mm-hmm. and it's interesting both. because I always say the immigration experience, the immigration, the story mm-hmm. of immigration is the story of the United States. That's why I said 40% of the Americans had an ancestor or more come from that place. Yeah, and I remember, too, when I was growing up, a question we would ask people when you met somebody in the States was, what nationality are you? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they would say, well, my fa- my mother's family has got Irish roots. And, mm-hmm. and it's true. Their last name was McConaughey. Mm-hmm. And they celebrated, you know, St. Patrick's Day. And right. they ate traditional foods. And I think that's such an important thing about families traditions mm-hmm. oh yes passing things down mm-hmm. what are some of the traditions or values that you have passed down you feel from your mother and father to me mm-hmm. well hard work is very important mm-hmm. you know doing whatever your job is doing it to the best of your ability mm-hmm. um the other one would be the golden rule treat others like you want to be treated mm-hmm. so try to uh, treat others with respect listen to them and to really understand everybody's going through something. So you might not know what it is, but be there for those people, sure. whether it's family or friends or strangers. Yeah, like I always say, you're a rock. You know, you're a strength. You, you, uh, your friends, your family, you're mm-hmm. a source of strength. Mm-hmm. And that's because people can confide in you. They can trust you, uh, you know, and they know that you're a family uh, oriented person mm-hmm. and those traditions i mean sometimes when i'm having sunday dinner or sunday lunch we call it sunday dinner at three o'clock mm-hmm. making some spaghetti i think of my grandma of yep. your mother mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that tradition of having pasta <clears throat> on a sunday and it wasn't just about having pasta it was about getting the family the together. family together that was the day too that uh, even if you had your uh, meal with your family, your immediate family, you would go visit the grandparents, the uh, aunts and uncles, the cousins. That was like a Sunday afternoon um, trip. Sunday was reserved for family. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was a sacred day for family. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you this. I don't want to get controversial either. Do you think that's changing? Do you think there's less emphasis on the family unit? Do you Mm -hmm. think that's crumbling a little bit? There are time constraints. Uh, some, Some families, you know, you have little children and one the father may be working say first shift the mother might be working second shift and some of them juggling a few juggling a few things raising children so there's really not for many people a lot of spare time to visit other members of the family even if they live close by sure Mm -hmm. sure yeah well time that's the biggest thing you Mm -hmm. know uh, and as you said though at the end of the first part call your mom reach out Mm -hmm. tell her you love her tell your parents your friends your cousins whoever 
I, everybody likes getting a call saying, mm-hmm. hey, just I was just thinking about you. Yeah. <laughs> and today it's so easy. You can text somebody. You can FaceTime them. You know, it's sure. so it's it's an easy thing to do. What are you trying to say? You have no excuses. No excuses. <laughs> <laughs> a very big mom phrase. I told you so. But just if you live in another time zone, be mindful of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't call at three o'clock in the morning, right? Um, well, folks, uh, as you can see, it's always important to keep those traditions alive. I mean, I, when people ask me too, they say, "So you grew up in the states?" I said, "Yeah, but Rafael was playing on the stereo, or Julio right. Iglesias, mm-hmm. or." Tartuelas. And my dad was frying up some gambas al ajillo. And singing Malavem and, or, and my, and or my grandfather Exactly. My, my <laughs> grandfather would break into song and sing the Italian classics. Um, so, uh, and, and I think the family unit, as I said, no matter what you want to call it, whether it's blood, whether it's not, is so important in who we are, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, because it gives you a sense of identity. This, these are my folks, my peeps. My people, they care about me. They're mm-hmm. on my team. Right. And I once read a quote. I can't remember who said it now, but I love it. Happiness is only real when shared. Yes, yes. So you could win the lottery. You could, everything could be great. But if you got nobody to turn to mm-hmm. and say, hey, mom, guess what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got some great news. You and, want, want people to be happy with you. Yeah, to and share. And then to mourn with you when it's time to mourn with you. A good word. To mm-hmm. mourn is estar de luto. Yes. To be in mourning or to mourn. Well, that's what we said through thick and thin. Right. Family's not always, you know, family sometimes emergency room at three o'clock in the morning that's because it. the kid's running a fever. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's family that's too. That's family, you yes. know. It's like, you know, you, you don't leave that. That part's not as romantic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not as Hollywood, but family is the good, the bad, and everything in between, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they're there for you by hook or by crook. Or by crook, absolutely. So let's uh, let's take a look, unless you have anything else to say about Ellis Island. I, I mean, think I would like to go back again. Would you like to recommend it for, for oh, them? Oh, yes, if you're, if you're visiting uh, New York City, you definitely want to um, go on the trip uh, to... Um, Ellis Island, the Statue of Liberty. Uh, I recommend going the circle line around Manhattan, which is a very nice trip, and, and really kind of getting into the, uh, into the, uh, into the day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, uh, and, and any guys, if you ever go to the States, and this is, the, I'll teach them the expression, look my mom up. <laughs> <laughs> this means it used to be because in the phone book, it oh, would be yeah. look somebody up, but nobody grabs a phone book now. No. Look me up means dame un toque, reach mm-hmm. out. Reach and out. That's like, on Facebook, whatever, right. you know. And uh, and she could give you some great tips. But I remember, and I don't know if I, I've talked about this moment. I talked about it in the, the Statue of Liberty episode. If you remember, there was a day we went with Uncle Nick, mm-hmm. my cousins Nicholas and Christina, and I believe there was a couple of us out there, and we went to the Statue of Liberty. And I had to go back to work. I was living in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And we went to Ellis Island and the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And as I was leaving on that ferry, mm-hmm. and I looked up at the statue's face, mm-hmm. for one moment I felt like I was in my ancestor's shoes. Yeah, like that when they saw that for the first time. And I saw her face, and I, <clears throat> for a moment, I'm getting chills talking yeah. about it right mm-hmm. now. So... That is uh, the story of the United States, the story of family, roots, Mm -hmm. and many people who have made better lives for themselves. And that's what many people came to. Uh, My grandpa is the typical story, rags to riches. Mm -hmm. An immigrant family who had nothing, Mm -hmm. living in in an attic, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, the Great Depression, Mm -hmm. and and he built it, and he became something. But again, by being a good person, by hard work, these values 
that he instilled in you and you instilled in me and now we're instilling in and the little lara little lara <laughs> little lara oh my oh my she imitates i mean she is i'm telling you she's like a little parrot she she follows her grandma around and she repeats well mom i have to admit it though you are a character I am a character. You're definitely a character. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a look at some idioms that we use. We've already looked at some throughout. We said the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's look at some other ways to say that. So another way to say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree is somebody's a chip off the old block. Mm -hmm. Correct? That's correct. Now, what does this mean? What's the imagery that comes to mind? They are they are very much like their their mother, their father, their grandparents, and it's quite evident. They well, follow, maybe sometimes even in the same professions, same qualities. But think about it. If it's a block of marble and mm -hmm. you're a sculptor mm -hmm. and a chip off that block, it's that's going to be a littler, a smaller piece. Version of, of, of the you. one before, yes. So it mm -hmm. makes sense. And it's similar to the Spanish one. Do you know how they say that in Spanish? No. They say, de tal palo, tal astilla. From the same stick comes the same splinter. Okay. So they're saying the smaller, in both cases, they're talking about the smaller part is part of the bigger Part of the part. bigger block. Okay. Right, a chip off the old block. Mm -hmm. Another one we use, too, is to follow in someone's footsteps. <clears throat> this mm -hmm. means that you do either a similar profession mm -hmm. um, or you followed in their footsteps, behaviorally speaking. Mm-hmm. You know, um, would you say that you followed in your mom's footsteps or your dad's footsteps more? Uh, I think both. You tried to take. Well, I that's think, how I feel too. Yeah, with you guys. I, I have both. I believe. Mm -hmm. And my parents are so different too. You guys are night and day. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> and who do you think? Okay, let's use another word here in context to take after, to be mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. Who do you think I take after more, dad or you? I see both in you, really. And somebody could take after, um, say, one parent in their personality and then take after genetically the other one with what they look like physically. Sure, sure. And, and how do you feel then? Okay, because we're, we're talking about, you know, being similar to your family. How do you feel about uh, family inheriting? This is a difficult for word, for <laughs> word for me in Spanish. Inheriting talent or different personality traits, as we say, uh, things that run in the family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you've gotten certain, uh, well, we mentioned before, I think the communication thing, mm -hmm. your yes. father. Okay, your mother was a great communicator, but your father? My, well, my father had to be in the uh, business every day, so he was communicating with his customers but even on a regular that, basis. Mom, he was giving the pep talk Oh, yes, in school, right? Mm -hmm. And that's how we're, we're going to end the episode a little bit later. Not yet. Don't worry, guys. Mm -hmm. But we're going to end it a little bit later. And I want you to tell us the story of how Grandma and Grandpa met. Okay. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to end with that. And I'm going to rope you into this, too. We're going to sing. Okay. Are you down with that? All right. All right. So uh, what, do, what do you think runs in our family? The communication the thing? The ability to communicate. Um uh, pe being a people person. Oh, that's a that's good one. Very, that's very important. Mm, that you like being around people. You have to like being around people, yes. Mm -hmm. And um, being uh, charismatic. Being charismatic. I think open-minded too. Mm -hmm. You know, friendly, mm -hmm. uh, good-natured person, right? And that, I think those are, if you can pass that down to your children, that's great. And there's another one, to pass down. To pass it down. Mm-hmm. And we passed it. We don't only pass down traditions, personality traits, and things like this, 
But we also pass down or hand down clothes. Clothes. From generation to generation. Mm -hmm. What are these called? They have a funny name in English. Hand down clothes. Hand me down. There you go. I had to think for a second there. (laughs) Hand me down clothes, yes? Yeah, hand me downs Mm -hmm. are clothes that are handed down from generation to generation. Well, usually just maybe one generation. Not your mother. You're talking about your mother? She (laughs) had stuff from her her great, great, great. You know, don't wear. I remember wearing my uncle's gym shorts. (laughs) She did. She saved everything. She saved everything. But hey, when I said, Grandma, do you have a bathing suit? Oh, yes. Or she would say, what color do you want? (laughs) (laughs) So these are hand-me-downs. These are when we pass down or hand down clothing. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, of course, we hand down a lot of other things, as we said, tradition. But those are other things. Uh, You can hand down also uh, heirlooms. Yes. Mm -hmm. What is an heirloom? It's like a family. Family, like jewelry, something very um, precious. Something that, a watch. Maybe a painting, something like that. Right, something Mm -hmm. that the family has a value that's been, okay, my great-grandfather wanted me to have it. This, He wants you to have it. Mm -hmm. And that stuff gets passed down or handed down. From generation to to generation, generation, just Mm -hmm. to use it in context, because this is good vocabulary, but I think the best way for the students to get it is to hear us actually using it, using the words and and applying it to to our lives. So when would you say, mom, the expression blood is thicker than water? Or tell me another way that you would rephrase that. Blood is thicker than water. I'm ready. If you don't have it, I got it. <laughs> um, that that you're even if you disagree, a family is going to stick together and defend each other. That's right. Family, the the bond, mm-hmm. el vínculo, mm-hmm. the strength that that bond between family members, uh, that is stronger than any bond between friends. It's like crazy glue. Like cray como, yeah. Crazy. I don't know if you have crazy glue in Spain. Oh yeah, yeah. We okay. have this pegamento. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But we say, I like it, though, because they say blood is thicker than water. Mm -hmm. La sangre Mm -hmm. es más espesa o grueso, espesa, I think you would say, que el agua. And it reminds me of another expression, my flesh and blood. How would you say that in another way? She's my flesh and blood. What would that mean? Um, My relative. A relative, yeah. A family member. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a a a family family member. Yeah, your parents or your children, Mm -hmm. yes. There's also another word I wanted to teach, the word offspring. This mm. is a very famous group from the 90s and the 2000s. Uh, offspring. What is offspring? That would be your children. Your children. Right? Yeah, that so, wouldn't be your brothers or sisters or parents, your children. Your children mm-hmm. are your offspring. And, of course, we're always handing things down, passing things down to them. Um, all right. And I wanted to talk, too. A lot of times we talk about uh, people looking like each other, taking after each other. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about the time we were watching some family slides and your daughter, my sister, um, was watching her Aunt Grace at the beach and she said, Mommy, that's me. Yeah, they, my sister looks more like the mother of of my daughter than I do and mistaking watching an old movie that it was her on the movie and not her aunt. Yeah, absolutely. She I mean, didn't realize she, the difference. She didn't know. She said, Mommy, that's me. And we're like, no, that's your Aunt Grace in 1970-whatever. <laughs> you know, no, probably 60-something. 1960-something. <laughs> well, we used to say a good expression we could teach is she was the spitting image of her when she right, was young. Right, spitting image. The mm-hmm. spitting image is somebody who's a doppelganger. They're exactly the same. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, now, of course, but that happens a lot. I've seen that where, you know, someone ends up looking more like their aunt or their uncle right. because I guess the way the DNA Wait, or the, the genes. The genes went, the way they were shuffled. Sure. Like uh, you can have twins and they might not be identical twins and don't look any more alike than just brother and sister. We would call these fraternal twins. Fraternal right? twins, yeah. Fraternal mm-hmm. twins. And now speaking of DNA, ADN, Tell them about, you went and you did some kind of, uh, you spit, I know you had to spit in a vial and send it through the mail. Tell us a little bit about this experience. You started exploring and you went back some generations. What kind of roots did you find? Well, again, primarily um, I found that, again, the most recent ancestors were from Italy. But if you go back even further, they were from um like uh, the Middle East area and going back generations even further. So I was kind of surprised to see that, you know, and it uh, showed on on my profile that it estimated that my Italian grand grand uh, ancestors were two generations back, which was exactly right. Wow. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, I From remember. The and then it showed on the map uh, the two parts of Italy, which would be Sicily and the Naples area, where those ancestors were from. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And then I remember reading there was like some part Sephardic Jew, some mm-hmm. part Cypriot. It was. You have like, um, I guess, like Middle Eastern, um, you know. Um, Roots. Roots, yeah, 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 sure. Well, isn't, I mean, supposedly, I don't, I've never studied the, the, you know, how people have moved Mm -hmm. around the planet and stuff, but the the cradle of civilization is Iraq, is that area, right? Mm -hmm. The the Middle East. The Middle East, yeah. So So many people. We're all from there, I guess. Yeah, but it was looking back that many uh, generations. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. They look at chromosomes and all of Mm -hmm. this, and, and, uh, and it's incredible because you're like, what? I have French blood or I have, mm-hmm. and you discover things about yourself and it just shows us that maybe we're not all as different mm-hmm. as they'd like us to, to believe be. we yeah. are. Yeah. When, when I looked at it, my cousin uh, John did it and it showed him as my first cousin, which again was. So it, it's fail proof. It knew there, that it, it was for not just second cousin, third. It, it, it designated my cousin John as first cousin. That's great. Isn't it amazing? Fantastic. Well, I, I think, what is it called? 20, we can uh, do well, it. Well, I We're did not gonna, uh, 23 and Me. Yeah. It's called 23 and Me. Uh, the one she did. We're not getting any money or we're not for it or anything, but she was uh, impressed, and so were we by the results. <laughs> uh, if you guys are into exploring your roots, your mm-hmm. lineage. I think it's also good uh, for anyone who's been adopted and maybe finding a little bit about their heritage, um, their health uh, concerns, so... Right. A lot of people do it for that sure. reason. Well, there's a lot of disease out there, a lot of different ailments that mm-hmm. are hereditary yeah. these days. Mm-hmm. So if you know that your family is prone to right. high blood pressure, well, you can you do know. something about it. So we can even use finding, knowing our lineage and mm-hmm. our roots to our benefit when it comes to health. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's, uh, we, I don't want to wrap up, but you know, we, we can't go on too long over okay. here. I know we could talk for a long time, but what I want you to do is... I want you to tell us. No, we'll wait till the end here. Let me get. Let's look at a couple more expressions, okay. and then uh, to go because this way I keep you guys on the edge of your sh- okay. of your seat. You're going to hear how my grandparents met, and I'm telling you, there is no Hollywood screenwriter who can write who this can write that yeah better. Uh, okay, a couple. Well, we we just we talked about the positive aspects of family in mm-hmm. general, but sometimes families have a falling out mm-hmm. and they become estranged. Mm-hmm. 
And this happens often, too. And I wanted to look at this. Mm -hmm. So a falling out means a disagreement, a fight. Mm -hmm. And to become estranged means they lose contact. Right, right. Right. Uh, And then there's what we call bad blood Mm -hmm. in the family. Uh, Not to be confused with the black sheep. Well, sometimes the black sheep causes bad blood. That's usually how it works. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works. What would you say to families that are maybe going through a difficult period, uh, they're falling out or there's bad blood between them? What advice could you give them? Because you're a peaceful person. You don't want to wait until after you've heard of that relative's passing to say, oh, I should have seen so-and-so or talked to so-and-so. So if you're thinking of making peace with them or at least offering your hand to them, do it. Do it while they're still alive. Right. Don't wait. Don't wait till Don't it's wait till too the late. Funeral. Right. Right. Yeah, it's too uh, at the funeral it's too late. <laughs> too late. So yeah. make your peace with yourself and with and mm-hmm. with your family. And I would say that not just with family, with with anyone with you've been estranged from. Well, sure. you see there's where your husband and you the one time you guys agree. If you oh. go to sleep with one enemy, you went to sleep with one enemy yeah, too many. Too many, yeah. And mm-hmm. see, that's see, there, there's not much you guys agree on, by the way. <laughs> in fact, uh, you guys, my parents, are the perfect <laughs> idea of opposites attract. Because if not, I can't get it. <laughs> I don't understand it. But at one point, Dad was the apple of your eye. Mm-hmm. He was your pride and joy. Mm-hmm. What is these expressions? They mean the same thing: the apple of one's eye or one's pride and joy. Well, Lara is now the apple of your eye. Right. right. Your pride and joy. What does that mean? A very special part is something that makes your um, your eyes twinkle and your mm. heart flutter. Mm-hmm. Sure. Some, Even coming over a, on the airplane, anticipating seeing Lara again, mm-hmm. you know. And, and Your uh, heart rate went up. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. sure. I think they say, mi ojito derecho, my little right eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we say the Lara is the apple of your eye. She's your pride and joy. In mm-hmm. fact, I'm looking at your pendant over here, and mm-hmm. you wear Lara around your neck I and w- my sister and I. Yes, I wear a pendant with her picture, and now she points to it and says, Lara. <laughs> All right. So now the moment you guys have been waiting for, I want to know. Well, I know it, but I want you to tell us how Grandma and Grandpa met. Okay. They were both in the same high school. And my father was at what they call a pep rally, encouraging the students to go to a football game. Come on, you can do it. Let's go, team. you know, go support your team. And my mother was in the audience that day at the school. Um, So later that day, my mother was on a a bus uh, coming home. She had gone to a concert. And she happened to see my father as the young man who was at the, the rally. So she went up to him and she said to him, Oh, who won the game? Did our team win or the other one? And this is very not surprising. He said he was not allowed to go because he couldn't get out of work. (laughs) Oh, my God. So they happened to get off at the same bus stop. So wait, he was, stop a second. He was convincing everybody to go support the team, school spirit, and he didn't go to the game? And his boss says, what do you want more, to go to the game or have your job? Okay, well, I guess that, that's a, that's an ultimatum. <laughs> so he had to pick working again. He was very work oriented. He had a work ethic. As work, we call and he it. wasn't going to call out. And mm-hmm. so they chatted a few minutes, you know, while she was waiting for her other bus, mm-hmm. and he was waiting for the bus to go back to the drugstore where he worked. And that evening, when he went home, he was uh, sixteen, seventeen. He said to his mother, "This is the girl I'm going to marry." 
So he met her at a bus stop. Mm-hmm. They were chatting. They were in high school. But he had a feeling, he had a hunch, this is the one. After t- about 10, 15 minutes, they chatted. Well, I guess the Italian connection was big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, you're Italian. Oh, my parents are going to love you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so he knew he had his mom, you know, in his pocket over there. <laughs> and one of the funniest follow-ups to that story, so their first date let's my mother said it before let's put things in context my grandfather was a pharmacist and he he spoke in milligrams and oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and so she said you know he said what what time should i stop by and pick you up and uh, she said 738 (laughs) and this guy first he turned around and he said to himself wow this person's really accurate they're really precise remember he was in pharmacy school at the time Now, most normal people say 7.38, you know, not 7.38 on the dot. Well, my grandfather was there. I can just imagine him, you know, young Alberto, 16 years old. I can imagine him there, 7.37, like, okay, and go. I I can see it. I can see that. I can see it in my head. And it's a beautiful story. And that's the story, you know, when I was, yeah, when, you, when you're single and you're like, does love really exist? Is it out there? Oh, yeah, there? he knew. Your parents are the example of. Yeah, it does. True. But let, let me let me give you this further one. Yeah. When he when he said to his father, "Gee, this young Grace wants me to pick her up at seven My grandfather, Alberto's great grandfather, says, "Well, maybe she has another boy leaving at seven Like she's 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 got to work. <laughs> you guys like this is like auditions in New York. Your call is at seven thirty six. If you come at seven thirty seven, there's no audition. <laughs> She was a busy girl. <laughs> That's what they thought. Well, Grandma was a beautiful girl. I could see how she could have a lot of you know, guys knocking on her door. Well, but, they were both good looking. But that's uh, how she would couple. say. She would say like, oh, what time should we come for Sunday dinner? Oh, one thirty-two. But everybody says that. But your your father, he took everything literal. He took it too literal. That, that's them. All right. Well, I think uh, we can wrap there since we dedicated the episode to yes. them. We end with that Miss story. Miss your mom about and dad. Them. Love you. We love you. And we know you'd be right here with us uh, oh, with yes. Lara. And grandpa would be behind the mic as well. Oh, he would definitely. He would be telling his stories. No, he stories. would be on your mic. <laughs> he, would, he would take over my mic and I would be out of a job. Um, well, I figured we could. Uh, one of the reasons uh, I love music and love singing is because you used to play music for mm-hmm. me in the car and sing to me right? just like that. Another. See, you guys have more in common than you mm-hmm. think, I think, you and Dad. But uh, I figured we could say goodbye with this song, We Are Fam by Sister Sledge. Mm-hmm. And remember, because it says, like birds of a feather, we fly just like birds of a feather. And again, there's that expression, birds of a feather flock together Together. or go together. And uh, well, Lynn, did you have a good time? It was wonderful. I'm sure the listeners did too. Guys, if you enjoyed the show, leave us some feedback. I will share it with my mom and make sure she sees it. And if, well, you guys do it on Patreon, she can see it herself. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because she is a fellow patron thank you so much to all of you and uh mom you ready one two a one two three we We are family i got all my sisters with me we are family get up everybody and sing 